Well, when I started this podcast here on Keep It Real with Alexander Garrett, I wasn't going to do it every day. But as I started to gain revenue and as I started to see listenership go up, I said, all right, I'll do it more frequently. And uh, first things first, before I start into my whole monologue on the Charles Schwab merger, I just want to say thank you, the listener. Thank you, my family. Thank you, Gabriella. Thank you for all those along the journey. 400 episodes, the first one under this umbrella was February 1st, 2014. It was a special on the Super Bowl, uh, being that a couple of days earlier I was at Media Row. So, that being said, amazing run we've had and it's just going to grow from here. I really, really feel it and uh, it's all thanks to you guys. So, let's talk about more about Small Business Saturday. As you know, that is tomorrow. I... I'm not big on Black Friday. I don't believe in storming the stores like some people do. I don't even believe in lining up at 3 in the morning just to get into a store. I think that's not what Thanksgiving is about, but that's what society has made all of this to be about, which is kind of sad if you think about it. But I've really, over the last few years, enjoyed the idea of Small Business Saturday, and it relates to, this conversation relates to Small Business Saturday, because if you didn't know, there was a merger this week between Charles Schwab and TD Ameritrade. Now, it's very interesting because you've seen the Charles Schwab ads all the time. And I roll past TD Ameritrade quite often in Wall Street there. And I just am very, uh, it's very good news that the merger happened. That means business is good. It means companies are willing to invest in other companies. They might have antitrust evaluation here to see if it violates anything, but it, it goes through. And today I wanted to focus on uh, sort of going back to we the shareholder. If you remember earlier this year, after I realized there was a business roundtable that submits a whole letter on how they're going to help the people, being that they're top CEOs, being that they're quote-unquote one percenters, well... I did my research on this business roundtable and I said, let me see what companies are doing because obviously you're not going to hear it from the politicians. One's going to say they're doing fantastic, another's going to say they're evil because they take money from the lower rung and at the top, the 1% get all of it. But the CEO, uh, are, uh, Jamie Dimon, with an exception, I mean, he went on 60 minutes and said, Oh, I'm not going to tell the board what to give me. They'll give me what they give me. Furthermore, he said, why would I give them the money back? $31 million, by the way. Now, that's greed. But overall, these companies on the ground level are not doing bad things. And with relation to Small Business Saturday, Charles Schwab is doing just that. They're doing community development financial institution funds. And uh, according to their website, they're pioneering new ways forward in small business lending through my so they're not this huge company this evil one percenter they're actually doing things for their communities and i think that's very cool and i think this merger will encourage as zach miller and i were talking the other day more investing it will encourage uh more business to flow through both of them uh td ameritrade not failing it'll be a big deal for toronto dominion the parent company, the parent bank of TD Ameritrade. But for Schwab, another big company that's doing small business-minded things. So, 
if you do want to jump on board, by the way, they're not paying me to say this. I'm just doing my own research for you. If you do want to re uh, jump on board, there's a fund called the Opportunity Fund, which is a nationally recognized CDFI. As I mentioned above, that was the just before the Community Development Financial Institutions, CDFI. And they're committed to microfinancing your jobs, your projects. So they're investing, and they've been investing $15 million since 2015. And uh, just some numbers for you, $181 million spurred in annual economic activity through new wages, spending, and tax revenue. They've invested in 2,985 small businesses through their loans uh, in 2018 alone. That's $92.7 million. And they've created 20,000 jobs. So if they may have broken the Warren Buffett rule for acquisitions, as um, Tim Mullaney and CNBC says, that's, that's not legality. That's just Warren Buffett's way. But at the bigger picture, it's a company that's doing ground-level work, and clearly... They believe this merger will help, I think, even modern-day investors get back into it. You know, this recession, when it hit 10 years ago, knocked everything off its rocker. And I, I 10 years later, it's good to see a company, I really don't care who it is, but it's good to see a, a well-known company like Charles Schwab doing this merger. I'll get you some more details into it. Because it is, uh, it's especially if you're in stocks, which I am not, but it is still very fascinating to watch if you care about the uh, economy. And by the way, the Schwabs are now moving to Texas, leaving San Francisco, which is a very highly taxed liberal, liberal city now. And it's a 26 million, a billion dollar buy to buy TD Ameritrade and. It's just a, it's a good thing. CNBC says it could stand up to major U.S. financial firms. And I'm just, I'm just happy. And uh, I'm happy that the economy is humming so much where we could see more mergers. Uh, because let's face it, if they're willing to invest in another company, if SoftBank is willing to invest in WeWork, it means that they're making money. And some would say, well, that's because Trump's tax cuts are benefiting the top. Well, maybe, but also look at how it's going to help the, the communities, the ground levels, and bring more people into it and save jobs. You know, TD Ameritrade was about to go bankrupt before this merger happened. So the, the, the what do they call it, the antitrust act, whatever, I, I always want to make sure these things are in legal grounds that they're not monopolizing but also I realize that when these companies are bought out it means they were about to go out of business or whatever and lay off people now those jobs are going to be saved and I'm kind of it's kind of interesting that San Francisco is losing Charles Schwab when you do tax these companies like JP Morgan Chase like Charles Schwab because you believe they're evil they're going to leave your city, their, your state, California, New York. When you tax even small business owners for vacant storefronts, they're going to leave the entire business and go elsewhere because they don't want to deal with your quote-unquote nanny state. 
So I applaud the move. I I, I applaud moves like that because it shows the mindset that we're going to tax you that that's wrong. That's that's completely and utterly disastrous for your city. And yeah, I'm I'm expecting more movement going on throughout this country because why stay here or why stay in California when you can literally go down to Florida? No no uh, sales tax and of course Texas just voted to continually not have income tax. And you know what? If I sound cold-hearted to these cities, good. Because I'm tired of seeing de Blasio say he was going to tax everybody. And then Bloomberg this week says, we should tax Big Soda. Well, that's why his third term was so bad. Because he wanted to tax everything in New York. Even noise. And I was like, you were a good two-term mayor. Now your third term is a mess. And now you're apologizing for making uh, stop and first cap. I, it's... It's the, the Democratic Party is a mess. And if you wonder <coughs> why, it's because they're against these big corporations making moves like this. They are against uh, Trump making the economy hump. Do you know under this presidency we've had a skyrocketed stock market record-breaking? I mean, there's, that's not an accident. And what happens is I think these people like Warren and Sanders, they all think of the... Um, uh, they just think of the evilness or, or what they perceive their base thinks is evil instead of thinking about the employees that work for Charles Schwab, the employees that work um, for J.P. Morgan Chase, who's actually leaving the Texas. I think they're bringing 2,000 jobs down there too. So they're, they're, when they tax and when they think about taxing and when they think about billionaires, millionaires tax, they're doing it for an agenda. They're not doing it to benefit anybody except their political careers and uh, it's hurting our state it's hurting our country although maybe not so much the country definitely our state when you choke out a business that's going to happen and this merger is like a you know what we're not going to give up we're going to just move our business we're going to merge we're going to do things better for for those we serve and I'm very proud of that and I hope that you are too. I hope you realize that on Small Business Saturday, these big companies, ground level work is being done. You don't have to go far. And I'm going to end this little bit with a video that they put out about small business owners that have been positively impacted by Schwab. And uh, I think the commercial is what can Schwab do for you? Well, I'm going to play you what they can do in just a minute. Be safe on Black Friday. I know I said it yesterday, but please do not get trampled today. Although maybe it's too late for that because that happens at 5 in the morning. Um, shop wisely. Shop small this week. Uh, shop small every day if you really want to as I hold my Dunkin' Donuts cup. But seriously, shop small because our small business owners need your support. Um, yeah, more so than the big corporations. And I, I just hope that that small business Saturday spirit continues onward through that. Just like yesterday, I hope our gratitude muscle is extended through beyond Thanksgiving, which would make life a lot easier because um, you wouldn't have the debates we get every day on Facebook. I did not talk about Trump going to Afghanistan yesterday because, well, I didn't know about it when I podcasted, and I didn't want to talk about politics on Facebook during Thanksgiving. 
but that's over. I'm glad he went there. And CNN's like, well, look at the juxtaposition between... And I'm like, no, he went to Afghanistan. He's with the troops. Come on now. They don't... Uh, they, they just don't get the bigger picture. And that's really sad to me. Anyway, have a great weekend. Bill's great job. And uh, small businesses, keep humming. We need you. I'm Alexander Garrett. Here's this word from Charles Schwab. Whether you're starting a flower shop or opening a, a coffee shop. Childcare businesses, janitorial businesses. You can have an idea, you can have a dream. Restaurants and beauty salons and trucking services. And Graphic artists and freelance. Tax services and food trucks. and People who come from a different culture and know how to make that food really. Whether you're starting a flower shop or opening a, a coffee shop. Childcare businesses, janitorial businesses. You can have an idea, you can have a dream. Restaurants and beauty salons and trucking services. And Graphic artists and freelance. Tax services and food trucks. and People who come from a different culture and know how to make that food really well. And if you just get a, a few people to partner with you, you can make it happen. People have dreams, and maybe they haven't been to Stanford Business School, but they still have dreams about being able to do something, providing a service, doing something that they really love. I stay 24 hours working with the flower. I never got a tire, never. I love flower because I, I grew up and they went a lot of flower in my country, in, in, in my home, in my, my grandma's home. When it's raining, the gardeners smell everywhere, the jasmine, all the kinds of flowers. Um, I need a smoke, okay? Okay. For, I like different things. Rosa was one of the first people uh, we made a loan to, and at that time we, we had one other employee who was a loan officer but who didn't speak Spanish, so I was the loan officer on that. Somebody sent to me... Eric to my home. I don't know how. I, he knocked the door one day. And she asked us for a $500 loan, which was smaller than we'd ever considered. But I was so uh, moved by her and her story and her, uh, her drive that I said yes. That's really beautiful. Perfect. Thank you. If you're someone who is living paycheck to paycheck. Thank you so much. That's gorgeous. And can, you know, barely keep, you know, a few bucks in the bank. There's really no one wanting to do business with you because they can't make money. That's just the reality. Those are people that we should still do business with. They have a right to quality financial services. We're going to provide them in with the same level of customer service and integrity that uh, a bank does with more well-heeled clients. Eric say all the time, Rosa, you have a dream, don't stop. in the beginning was to make the best goddamn barbecue in the state of California. We do our uh, lamb sandwich. <laughs> well, when we first opened, there were just two of us, and we were only open three hours a day. By being able to get a loan, I was able to hire more people. I was able to keep the business running during the really off months when my revenue was really low. Tatsy. I bought a smoker. 
I bought an ice maker, and I didn't have to schlep ice every day, 20 pounds a day, take it home, put it in my freezer, bring it back up to the cafe, and use it the next day. You want to take some corn chips to this. Oh, my God. You go to heaven and back without dying. It's a really good salsa. I've never been so tired. I have never worked so hard, but I've never been so happy. Would y'all like another can of cornbread? I think it fundamentally changes the frame that people have about their lives. I just got another loan from Opportunity Fund so we can build a beer garden in the back. This is just going to help us grow so much more. And then maybe we're going to talk about Smoke Oakland, Smoke Richmond. Hmm, how about San Francisco? I don't know. In two years, I want to see it, my business big, grow up, more staff, and uh, maybe have a more employee. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> it wasn't so long ago we were working with, you know, maybe 100 people a year, and uh, this coming year it'll be more like 2,000. That's 2,000 people that will be able to make a meaningful investment in their own economic futures and that of their children, and that'll have ripples over many generations, and that feels good to me.